Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Good evening. Um, so before we get started with Married at First Sight, um, Jay, do you have any updates on Married at First Sight news or the Bachelor, Bachelorette streets? Um, not really. Married at First Sight is still Married at First Sight, and I did end up watching that second episode of Unmatchables, even though <sighs> I said I wouldn't. Lord. Um, because and I how was, was that? Doing... <laughs> it was, it reconfirmed everything I thought. I saw some Um, girl eating chicken nuggets or something. Do you care to share? Yes. Okay, so very briefly, I cut this on because I was like, hey, I'm my mom, and she wanted me to do something. So I cut it on, like, background (laughs) noise. (sighs) And there's this, they introduced the young lady. I can't remember what her name is. But her whole shtick is that she eats chicken nuggets. And she likes to eat chicken nuggets, like, four times a week. She does get the, what is that brand? Garden? Garden? Okay, that's a good brand. The veggie ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So she gets those, and she has, like, a freezer stock full of them. And they're like, you need to grow up because you're 26. Or maybe she can just eat what she wants. Like, is that inhibiting her from dating, her eating chicken nuggets? That's what was inhibiting. That was, like, her her thing. Um, Like, the other girl, the first girl, her thing was farting, and this girl, her thing was chicken nuggets. Anyways. They introduce the young man, and his whole thing is he goes on dates looking looking to get laid. So he'll, like, have women over. He'll, like, let them hang out in the jacuzzi. And then I got to sneeze coming. If, it, if okay. you catch it, it'll, it'll be there. Um, anyways, he has him in the jacuzzi. He, like, wines him and dines him, has sex with him, and, like, never talks to them again. Even though so, he says like any, so, like, all the men pretty much. Yeah, like, and he's like, I know I'm world. handsome, and... <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Like, I don't, I, I don't have a problem dating, but like nothing really happens after that. I think he ghosts a lot of these girls. Mm. So they set them up because the girl, the girl kind of was not necessarily like a tomboy, but she wasn't like, he described the girls who like as like plastic trophy wife kind of girls. Yeah. So like a little Botox, you know, stuff like that. And this girl was just like, uh, like a, a guy's girl who like mm-hmm. watches sports and plays golf. And oh, the chicken beer. nuggets girl? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was that. Um, but yeah, again, heavily produced, like lots of just <laughs> unnecessary things. Like they gave this man a blow up doll to walk around with. And <laughs> Sorry. This is supposed to make him more durable. And I was just like, hmm. They did take the gun to like a, a junkyard and Dr. Viviana was there with like, you know, like a what is it, a mechanic jumpsuit yeah. kind of thing? Okay, for what? Because she said she hadn't gotten over, like, her ex, and so she was supposed to, like, take out her aggression at the at the junkyard. Right. I just, it's just not great, you guys. It's oh really God. not. I know I thought about maybe covering it before, but, like, it's not. <laughs> it's just not it. Because um, it's just so, like, it's so fake. Oh, it's... Mm. Anyways, um, so yeah, that was that. What else is happening in Married at First Sight news? I think that's it. I didn't see really anything on social media. Um, and the same mm, with The Bachelor. Yeah, I didn't really see much there either. Um, so yeah, so I guess um, we can go ahead and just jump right into Married at First Sight. This episode 
was entitled Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. My mind. Was that the best they could do? I mean, they're they're scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of the. <laughs> Was that the best they could do at title. I mean, honestly, um, the creative juices are not flowing. Um, so we enter the episode. Pastor Cal does his little. Sh- Wait, was it Pastor Cal? I don't know. Somebody was doing it's their spiel. Pastor Cal. Oh, yeah. Well, Dr. Pepper. I feel like sometimes I've seen her. Yes. I think it may have been her, and she was saying that tonight. You know, there's only one week before decision day. Couples are talking to their most honored loved ones. There's a, um, and basically they're just going to be talking to their loved ones throughout the episode to get their spiel on whether or not they should marry their significant other. So then we jump right back to Hilton Head. There's a montage of the couples leaving, them in the car driving back, really nothing there. We see that there is seven days until decision day, and mm-hmm. we jump into Haley and Jacob. Yep. Um, so, Haley, I don't know if you guys recall, but last episode we saw that Jake left um, the Hilton Head condo, well, house really. He left the house pretty early that morning before everyone woke up, so no one know, no one knew that he was, had left. Um, so, she gets home and Jacob is sitting on the sofa and she says in her talking head that she's confused because she thought they were in a good place and he just completely like left and didn't tell anyone. And so Jake says that he left around 7 a.m. And he says that his neighbor got called into work early. um, And he was the neighbor who was kind of looking after the dogs. And so Jake looked at the cam and saw that his dogs were kind of just sitting there, probably a little agitated, looking at the door. And so he got antsy and just started freaking out. And he just needed to get to the dogs as quickly as possible. Um, So that's why he left. Um, So Haley says that in her talking head. Well, and to him, she says that, oh, you know, I understand. Uh, but she also mentions in her talking head that she wishes he would have communicated that to her. But I guess my thing was why? I mean, why does he need to communicate to her at this point? Like, they're not going to be together. So, like, okay, I understand. Like, you're five hours away from the dogs. And so I understand you want to get there. But I just feel like he didn't tell, in, like, anyone. He didn't, like, shoot a text like, hey, I'm out. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know Not if he has. He had to like, does he true. have that type of relationship with them though? Like, I couldn't really tell. Um, I think it is hard. I don't know who he's like closest to. I would. I mean, I guess maybe it would be Haley. But like, it sounds like <laughs> no. she didn't also. She when he wasn't there, she didn't text him and be like, "Hey, uh, exactly. Did you go to the emergency room? Like, what's going on?" Well, that's why um, I can't. I just can't with him because it's both of them at this point. I was happy that he wasn't in a bad mood because when he left, I thought he was upset but mm-hmm. it's, he looked to be fine and it seems like they had like a pretty open shut conversation without an explosion so yeah i'll take it yeah so then um we get to eric and virginia i think this is taking place in the car i don't even know my notes my notes don't even say um or maybe it was after i think they were <laughs> they were at home <laughs> they were at home the dogs are on the bed. Eric was yes. talking. Virginia really wasn't responding. That's all I got from Yes, her. yeah, yes. Uh, Virginia said that the weekend was fun. Um, and they, I think they start talking about, you know, their relationship. And she says that every time they have disagreements, they get to the makeup part quicker and quicker. Um, I don't Nothing even know. There. what. There. Yeah, and then Eric says that he still has a lot to learn about Virginia. You know, they're just they're just there. So that was really all that I got from that scene. Uh, we move forward to Clara and Ryan. Um, they just got back home as well. They're eating, I believe, takeout. 
like burger and fries maybe i couldn't tell um clara says that she's excited to be home with her husband they reflect on the weekend. She says she's bummed that they missed the couples game because they would have rocked it. Um, and she says that she thinks that Ryan and her were meant to be and it wouldn't have worked um, if they had been paired with anyone else. Which is very interesting. There's a lot of strong language between the two of them. Yeah. Um, For the she, state of the relationship. Yes, like they're both, well, actually, let me say this one part. So she asked him if he's changed since the night of the wedding. And I have a quote for you guys. Mm. Ryan says, the number one thing that's changed is I have a responsibility, you know? <laughs> I have a big responsibility, and that is a wide range net of responsibilities that are all focused towards you. Yes, he has Clara and Miska to take care of now, so... Yeah. He can't be a wild boy anymore. And honestly, just the way he framed that sentence, like he has a way with words where he's able to really generalize anything he's talking about. <laughs> and I can never tell the emotion or, you know, what he truly feels about it. Like he always he's gives a me some. Yes, yeah, always some reversed. There's a wide ranging net of responsibilities that are all focused towards you. Like, couldn't you have just said. You know, I have a wife now who I really care about and trust and, you know. That would have been too emotional. Right? Like, it's just he takes the emotions out of all his words. Um, and so Clara says that she's changed because she's more intentional with her time and attention. And that was all I got. The other thing I got from that scene, uh, Clara was saying she's going to bed at 10.30. Ryan was saying he's making her get old just like him. I'm kind of romanticizing that a little bit. And he also mentions just very briefly at the end of the scene, as they're talking about getting closer to decision day, that this is the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and that was very strange language to use for me. <laughs> I, I was confused. I was kind of like, is it over? Are we looking forward to the, the, are we in the dark right now? Or who knows? What's, what's really happening? Um, Clara looked a little disturbed when he said that too. <laughs> she has a very expressive face. But she won't say anything. Like she's totally just like gone mute around him at this point. So she's yeah. just gonna say what he wants to hear. She is falling in line with the Ryan the Ryan Splums. system. Yeah. We go to Brown and Vincent. He's saying that they'll that they know they'll stay together. Um, she's saying she has some, some reservations or like some hesitation. She mentions him being disorganized. Um, or she's talking to him and she's like, I just feel like I've noticed you're a little disorganized or unorganized. That was so random to me. Do we think that was <laughs> editing? Because like, I didn't know where that came from. I feel like every time they talk, there is this um, kind of like a gap with like larger issues. Just like when they said, what's the biggest problem? And one of them were like, oh, it's the, sh the way you do the shower head. And I was like, is this, are these the real issues here? <laughs> real issues? So she was like, I just feel like you're a little unorganized, but it's okay. I'm organized for both of us. And I've accepted That's that. Weird. And his response, you know, fragile, fragile Vinny. Um, he's saying like, she called him out and it was hurtful that she Good said grief. that. And then he says, well, I didn't want to be with someone assertive and direct and hearing that you were bossy at the wedding was a turnoff for me. And Ew. it's almost like very tit for tat in the way he says that. Yes, definitely. And it's also very confusing. Um, what type of people don't want to be with someone who is direct and honest and assertive? Like, 
do we know what type of people those are? Um, I would say the sensitive kind. Uh, just so they just want to be with someone who's just as sensitive as them? I think he wants to be with someone who's just, like, submissive. Kind of like how Clara is being <laughs> mm-hmm. and just not really challenging him at all. I think he wants, like, her to just be quiet and, you know, just cater to him almost. Gross. Which is, is weird because I'm like, girl, I think she's like, boy, you know, like, come on. Let's <laughs> be for real. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he he's hurt. His little feelings are hurt. Whatever. Did you get anything else from that one? No, I didn't. And okay, I think sure. we move into a little segment where all the couples are talking with their trusted family and friends mm-hmm. for support. And so we go to Ryan and his friend AJ. Um, looks like they're playing shuffleboard or something. Yeah, a little shuffle. I don't. I think it might be. I don't know if that's called shuffleboard. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. They're playing a game. Um, yes. And so they start talking about Ryan and Clara and their marriage. Uh, Ryan said that he asked for someone who was bold and courageous um, and that Clara is that and she's also quirky in her own way. He says that they are talking about their feelings all the time and he's frustrated because he says sometimes he just wants to talk about movies or sports. Um, and then he also mentions that he wants them to do some goal setting together, but he's not sure if she would be receptive. <laughs> That's all I got from that. <laughs> okay, question. As I keep looking at Ryan, because some of these scenes were really boring, so I started like noticing very random things that have probably mm-hmm. been there the whole time. Do we think he like flat irons that top piece of hair that's like slicked back? Because it's very straight, <clears throat> but his hair is not straight. No, I mean I've seen his brother's hair and his parents' hair. Like he's having, he's got to flat iron it. He has to, especially if it gets wet. Oh, that's a good point. I guess we haven't seen them, like, in a pool scene or anything. Oh, that's true. But I was like, does he have, like, a straightening comb or a flat iron? Not a he's, straightening like, it's really comb. Stri- it looks like he took, like, a straightening comb. Through, it really doesn't look like, like he took, like, a hot comb because it is straight, like, bone it's very, straight. It's very straight. It's but like, yeah. you know, if he was not, if he was of another ethnicity, you know, he just put some water in gel and it slicked it back. He probably but, looks so much better with his natural, I mean, this is weird, but his natural hair, like, just wear it we normal. Need to do like, I don't know. And share with us a photo of Ryan with his, mm-hmm. in his natural state. Please, you guys. Natural state. It's very groomed. It does seem like he gets ready in the morning and takes time and pays attention to that. It's so weird. Um, <gasps> yeah. Do you, do you want to move forward to Bree and her mom? Yes, Bree's talking to her mama, Nedra. Um... She's so Ryan was doing like an in person one, and some I don't know why there was difference between people doing in person and virtual. But mm-hmm. Brie was meeting with her mom um, virtually, and she was telling her that she's nervous, and she tells her mom about the whole unorganized conversation and how Vincent is easily embarrassed and offended, even though it was just those two people. Well, the camera crew, <laughs> but it was just them talking to each other. Which I'm like, how, how offended can you be if someone says you're unorganized and it's just y'all talking? She, how well, can you be embarrassed, I guess, is my question. I mean, he's obviously very sensitive. You know, he's gained weight. Like, he's very insecure. I guess. I mean, I feel insecure sometimes, too. But He feels insecure is... all the time. He didn't go to college. You know, <laughs> just, just name the list of things. If this is your, like, partner, you know, like, they're trying to help you and they're just, she didn't say like you're disorganized and I can't live with that she just said I feel like I'm organized enough for the both of us like she cleaned it up um 
And she also talks about the whole bossy thing. And she's telling her mom, like, I don't want to change myself for anybody. And I don't plan to. Um, so I was. I think this was a kind of a good moment for her where she was able to really see that Vincent was not responding well. And it didn't go completely to shit. It right. just kind of, you know, she was like, okay, I hit a nerve. Yeah, and, I guess they're moving forward then. Yeah, it seems like she's growing or she's learning how to deal with him a little bit better. I think initially it was like mm-hmm. kind of way out of left field, but now she's like, okay. Just. Yeah. I'm honestly not sure if I think he's the man for her. Hmm. I would wonder what kind of men she's dated in the past. Mm. Yeah, um, me too. Because he said he hasn't dated anyone direct in the, or he's when he's worked with direct people, which I don't know if that's dating friendships or like work work. He hasn't, hasn't had a real relation. He hasn't had a real relationship. No, he was just saying like when he's encountered direct people in the past, it hasn't Oh gone well. yes, yes, that's, that's true. It's like in a later scene, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you don't. I, I don't know. The <laughs> man wants what he wants. I guess. I guess. What? I, yeah, mm. I question it too because I'm like, this seems a bit, a bit challenging for her to deal with, mm-hmm. um, all the time. But yeah. Then we're, I think, five days to decision day. I believe so. Yeah, five days to decision day. Clara's talking to her friend. I don't catch any of these friends' names. Vicky. It was Vicky. (laughs) Oh, good job. Look at Mm -hmm. you. I was like, did they show them or not show them? Because I haven't caught any of them. I just surely didn't go back and look either. I was like, keep it. it I mean, it was the only thing. I was like, if anything, I'm going to take note of their names. (laughs) Oh, man. So Clara's on. She's on like a video call too, right? Yeah, she's like, yeah, I think it was FaceTime or something. Yeah. She says she feels like she has a built-in friend. <laughs> and I thought to myself, like, girl, this is this is supposed to be a husband, not a built-in friend, not a built-in best friend. That's not what he's supposed to be. Um, her friend asked her if she has any concerns, and she says it's a 10 out of 10 with no complaints. <sighs> she is so delusional. She, <laughs> she's lying to herself. And I do think Ryan is a good man. I don't question that. But she makes it sound like she's completely happy and satisfied, which I'm like, girl. Yeah, like her friend was like, are you sure? There's no red flags. And she's like, no, I think we're good. And I'm just like, Clara, fine, whatever. I mean, unless they've secretly been having sex, like uh, Luke and (laughs) what's-her-face. Oh, God. Kate. Is that the girl's name, Kate? I think so, yeah. Man, I don't think he's doing that, though. (sighs) I mean, if she's doing something, so maybe he started to, like, give in a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll never I mean, know. They're already married, so it's not technically, like, you know, sin. And That's true. The marriage bid. But, anywho. So, we get to Haley. I actually don't have this friend's name. Um, <laughs> I think they're at, like, a some sort of, like, bar or something. Mm-hmm. So, they're talking about Jacob. Haley says that she's wanted to run, but they've had some great times together and that it's been an emotional roller coaster. Great times together. Right? I mean, what times were those? (laughs) Maybe we missed them. Off camera. She says that the red flags that that he has is that he's 38, 39, and is still single. He's never been married. And that he's been trying so long to get married, and she doesn't understand his humor. Um... So I guess those are red flags for her. Um, She says she doesn't. She says that she likes that he is loyal and good with the dogs. They just don't understand each other. Um, And so her friend says that maybe you should just continue to stay open. I don't know why we're acting like they're not going to, like, not 
say no on decision day. So I don't know. This was this is foolishness. <laughs> like they're not gonna they're not gonna say yes. So like why are we even why is she talking like why? Sometimes I think they might. I feel like they both want to be in a marriage. I just don't think they want to be in a marriage with each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I agree. I to agree. Me it feels like we could say yes just to avoid getting a divorce. Yeah, because he's always saying like, oh, I'm getting older. I want to settle down. I want to settle down. I want to like he really wants to settle down. I mean, if she could come around and just be a little more tolerant of him and his quirkiness, and if he could ease up on some of his passive aggressive behavior, I think we could have a good couple. Um, yeah, I mean, if they both I think want it to age work. difference is really in the way because, I mean, she doesn't understand the dry humor. She doesn't like his clothes, even though he'll wear different clothes. Like, that's I not mean, a reason to end a marriage because you don't like the clothes someone's wearing. Well, yeah, she just doesn't like him. So it's unfortunate. Exactly. Like, like as, even as a friend, like, there's not even friendship. She's just tolerating him at this point. I mean, does that body, that bodybuilding body, does that not do anything for her? I guess not. I guess she saw those short. She saw those short shorts, and she was just like, "No, I don't want those quad muscles. I don't want it." With her, because like if I saw some legs, I'd be like, "Oof." All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see the rest of it. You know. Okay. She said she's seen it, and I guess it's not what she wants. I think he was probably talking. If he just (laughs) shut up. Uh, who his, knows like i just I think wonder. He said the sex was probably bad so that's probably you know i know it was because then she wouldn't be like she wouldn't be fighting it this hard that's true i mean if like we, you can yeah. work i mean if the sex is good you can you know you can get to a common ground i mean ho- i would hope so but i'm still like i don't know i don't know that's weird with them i feel like we do need some more information we need like some behind the scenes scoop or mm-hmm. something with those two So then we have Eric and his friend, didn't catch his name. Um, Yeah, they're they're talking about the marriage. Eric says that, you know, he's realizing that when he's passionate about a subject, it doesn't come out right. That is literally (laughs) the only time he has ever taken accountability for anything. Talking about he's passionate. Okay. I think his passion reads as obsession. Yes. And then he says he gets flustered. Like, he just won't even take accountability. Like, he's just like, he's too, he's too passionate and he's too flustered. Um, insane. So he says that his friend asked, actually, his friend asked him about D-Day, which is decision day. And Eric didn't even, he didn't say a word about, oh, you don't care about America? Oh, that was a horrible day for America. Why he didn't tell his friend that? I caught that too. I was like, this, this, oh, oh, I need a bad word to say. This man, this Right. Like, I was like, you're so trash. Like, so the woman, you know, you chew her out because of misogyny, but your homeboy does it and it's totally fine. Exactly. The, his friend did ask him, what's Virginia's biggest issue with you? And he was, he, that's when he said, oh, it's the way I speak to her, indicating that you know that something's wrong. But... Right. But you don't, won't do it because... Apparently, he says it makes her, the, the, the language he used, apparently, it makes her think it's something when it's nothing. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Again, nothing. Then he's, like, all butthurt because he's like, I'm not her number one person or her best friend. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you, you've known her for seven weeks, maybe, at this point. Maybe seven and a, some change. I'll even give you that. You and four of them, and four of them has been fighting, you know, these exactly. ups and downs. But he Lord. seems really hung up on it, like super, super butthurt. And then he's worried that he's going to be blindsided on decision day. Like she's going to say no because he feels 100% certain about her. Mm-hmm. And he's worried that she's going to, like, you know, not be into it because she pulls away from him all the time. Yeah. 
And I don't blame her. I mean, maybe her number one person is like, you know, her sister, not you. Um, Which would make sense. (laughs) Also, at this part, Tex was really cute. Um, With I didn't realize he has heterochromia. Is that what it is? Different color. When dogs have different colors. Oh, I didn't know that. I know, I'm telling you, I was so distracted. By <laughs> I didn't even notice some the of, dog. Some of the other stuff going on because he was just like in Eric. He like popped up next to Eric, Goodness. and he was just looking very expressive. And Eric was, you know, wringing his hands as usual, um, that kind of thing. But yeah, he was super cute, um, and he just looks. He looks happy. He looks like a very happy, interested dog. Um, mm-hmm. So he kind of saved the scene for me personally before we. Transition into Clara and Ryan. Or, I'm sorry, did you have anything else on Eric and his friend? I did not. I did not. Cool. We go to Clara and Ryan. Yes, and it seems that they're doing... Did you catch the personality test that they were doing? They're doing an Enneagram. Okay, okay. Yes, so Mm -hmm. they're doing that test. Um, They're marking off things, um, and (laughs) Ryan notices that... You know, it's not important for Clara to achieve great things. <laughs> and she doesn't want to spend time to work on her strengths and weaknesses. No. Man, th- those two things really stood out to me. Yeah, so I don't know if you know much about the Enneagram. Enneagram but it's supposed to be like this. It's a very thorough assessment. And then it gives mm-hmm. you like a number. And this number is supposed to be like your type, like a personality type. Oh. Um, so I think they were each doing it based on like their to determine compatibility. Mm-hmm. The Enneagram will give you like a sex, a sex part. Um, that's kind of like your sexual spirit. Ooh. Are you typing it in, girl? Yes. Did y'all hear her typing? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's pretty good. It's a pretty good test. A lot of people uh, use it. If you look on, um, like, if you ever see people post on Instagram, they're like, "I'm a type one or a type two, whatever." Um, and all the types have different character traits. It's from one through nine. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Um, yeah, so as Clara's answering, <laughs> Brian is sitting there watching her do it, which I feel like is not the best thing. Um, but she's, like, reading each question out loud and answering, which I also feel like is super, super weird. Yeah. Because she is saying, like, achieve great things. No. And it's kind of like, is that an important thing? No. <laughs> uh, correcting faults? Mm-mm. Th- do I think too deeply about things? Meh, no. He looks super concerned and uncomfortable. He does. He's like, Lord. Watching her answer. And I would say I do too. I, I would be too. Like, if I'm watching you do take a test and you're saying you don't have, like, goals and don't think about the future, I'd be like, um, I can I can tell before we get these results that we're not really. Right. And it's <laughs> like, who? Uh, yeah. That's why I'm like, they're always like, oh, 10 out of 10. It's the greatest relationship of my life. And I'm like, Both but is it though? Both of them are full of shit goodness like i just don't understand i mean just because you both of you guys are great people does not mean you need to be together i think they appreciate like oh she's good and i'm good but like are you good together is this gonna work right exactly so yeah very interesting um so then we go to some r&b music is playing a little little jazzy r&b i hate when uh, shows do that. I feel like, like when it's like a black couple, they try to play mm-hmm. music. Like, mm-hmm. Every day, Beyonce does that all mm-hmm. the time. Every, every transition, like when they were in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't so imagine. God, and then like when they're out like Minnesota, it's like bluegrass. It's terrible. That's so weird. Um, so it's it's Vinny and his cousin-in-law. I'm just say cousin. A cousin-in-law. Uh, Greg. Is that, is that, <laughs> 
don't know what that means. I don't fucking know. I'm like, what? Let's just say it's cousin, y'all. I don't know what this means. Um, I didn't catch that. I wonder if it's her. If it's her cousin, that seems weird. May, I assumed it was like his his brother's. Oh. Wife's cousin. I was just like, what? Okay, this is play cousin. Right. right. So okay. Um. So they're talking about the relationship. Vinny says that he feels like he's been married for years. <laughs> I mean, it does um, seem like it's been a while. He says it hasn't been easy, but they have a good time. Um, he says that there are some bumps in the communication, and he's been irritated. Um, he said that she noticed that he wasn't organized, and he doesn't know, like, he just doesn't understand, like, where that's coming from. Um, so then the friend says that, you know, she's assertive, and she knows what she wants. Like, do you not want someone that's direct with you? <laughs> And Asking the important questions. He has some good friends. Yeah, and, friends well, his cousin, him. cousin-in-law, you know, his play, play cousin. Um, and he actually kind of laughs when he says that. And then Vinny's like, "Well, I've always clashed with people like that." And so the friend's like, "Well, does the good outweigh the bad?" And then I think that's the cliffhanger. Like he doesn't yeah. respond. Um, he did so, say he really enjoys her mom, so it sounds like they've been spending a lot of time with, with her. I didn't think. She yeah. Was Atlanta, though. I didn't think, think so either. But he did so like she's been giving them gifts and I guess checking in with them more often and trying to mm-hmm. uh, help them along, well, you know, nice. taking on the role of the experts and, you know, providing some support to the couple. Well, that's so good. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, so then we go to Virginia and her friend and there's the music playing. You guys got some lyrics for you. It says, do you see the warning signs? Where I there's smoke, the there's fire. <laughs> I was like, wow. They have another song that comes up, I think, later on in the show that I was like, this this is not. <laughs> <laughs> Which guy friend was this? Did you catch his name? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. He seemed like a, a, a cute guy. He seemed very, he was very I think supportive. a lot of her guy friends are not unattractive. They're not unattractive. That's probably what's wrong with <laughs> <laughs> You know, she's drunk. She's having fun. Mm-hmm. And with her brothers, sleeping over. That's what Girl, she said. She, I don't know. They all... They're all her brothers, and they only want what's best for her. And I was like, do they? Jade, I don't know. I, do they I mean, if never, I... never said anything that you were like, hmm. And I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you can't have really attractive friends of the opposite sex. But I'm just noting that they are attractive. And that's that. That's all I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. So Virginia tells her friend that Eric is more concerned about how a wife should be Um and her hanging out with her friends. <laughs> yeah, big emphasis on the should. Yes. Um, her friend asks if, if it feels natural, and she says most days it does, uh, but the root of their issues are communication. She says that it takes them forever to get over fights, and it's almost like this never-ending cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the guy friend's like, well, we should call Abby and see if she has some advice. I don't know why Abby would have advice. Uh, but they call her virtually, um, and she, I think the guy friend asks, is it a lack of trust or more of, I want to spend more time with you in regards yes, to like her being that. out? And I thought that was a really interesting question. Um, one, and one that I'd like, I'd love to hear, like, is it a lack of trust or does he just want to spend more time with her or is it both? You know, cause both I can be like, true. I feel like Virginia really skirted this and said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why I was um, like, girl, you know what you're doing to this man. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing was she said, like, when she was talking about their cycle, like, fighting and making up, fighting and making up, 
she um, said it was hard for her to keep seeing the light. Like, I guess mm-hmm. she's not feeling encouraged. Um, but the thing about it, when she talks to her friends about Eric, she always looks really, really stressed. Yes. Like she, it's almost like she doesn't want to tell them how bad it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just like we fight a lot, but like we make up too. Like, girl, spill the tea. These are your friends. Right. So, and I don't know if maybe like editing, like maybe she may be telling them more and we're just not seeing all of it. Mm, um, I thought that. So I guess that could be the case as well. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and then we go to, it's two days until decision day now. Yep. Claire and Ryan at some bowling football thing. Um, it's their last day night until decision day. Um, and that's all I got. Okay. (laughs) So they're, um, talking. She, in her, like, uh, voiceover, she says she wants Ryan to know she's supportive of him in all aspects. She's really taking on this, um like uh like a biblical wife kind of a role yes (laughs) um he says he really values his one-on-one time with her he asks her what's the best part or what's been the best part of you know them being together she says they fit perfectly together like puzzle pieces gag me um he says they're uniquely bound in this shared experience and he wouldn't want to do it with anyone else no matter what happens which is again like you know you keep saying they're <laughs> making Girl. these statements that are kind of like leading like right no it's just what. lies like I, um, I just don't i just don't understand them yeah it looks like she asked him to speak about it more positively but then like she left yeah and, i didn't know what was going on and they never readdressed that i don't think or at least i didn't have notes on it like the next thing i yeah. have is when brown and vincent go to dinner is that, yeah. is that the same? Yeah, yeah, that's what I got, too. So I was like, I guess it don't matter, Chill. Yeah, it looked like she stormed away in sadness, but, like, I didn't see. <laughs> sadness? That might be on, like, the, I guess they have, like, a reunion or a tell-all or something. You know, where they show, like, oh, this unseen footage of what happened at this moment. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, I don't know, guys. We can only spectate. But, yes, we go to Brian and Vincent. Yes, they're at dinner, um... Baby voice Brie uh, says, it's so cute, <laughs> so cute in here. Um, this dinner felt very tense as soon as they sat it down. Did. <laughs> like, I was like, awkward. it's not happy moments here. Um, she says that it's been hard being married, but they've been open and honest. And she feels like, I think this is her talking head. She says they try to shield each other's feelings, but they're getting out of that. Or maybe she tells him that. I don't know. She tells him that. She's like, we actually have gotten out of it. And she goes, back to the whole conversation um about the disorganized he has a moment of insight clarity where he says one of my biggest downfalls or one of his biggest downfalls is shutting down like when he gets overwhelmed mm-hmm. he said sometimes yeah. he can become an asshole and i was like well good on you mm-hmm. glad you glad you named that because we've been seeing it and i wasn't sure if you knew it was an issue but it sounds like you do yeah um but then he also has a very vulnerable moment and tells her that he felt judged when she did that and said that he doesn't like to ask for help, which I was like, okay, Vincent. So, yeah, so... We got it. Bree says a few things that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, mm-hmm. She says that... She says that she doesn't want to be a turnoff for him. And Ever. she just... I think that really, like, hurt her feelings, I think, when he was just mm-hmm. like, oh, you're direct, another turnoff. I mean, because I, I would be like, well, damn. So, like, 
You were turned you, off within right. the same 10 minutes of meeting me? Like, that's crazy. So, yeah, I just, I don't know about Vinny. I really don't know. I think yeah. he's a good person, but I just, I really honestly can't tell. Yeah, she did say she felt sad. And then the thing that she left the, or the scene, the part that they left on from the scene was her saying, staying together feels like a bigger decision than, mm-hmm. like, initially meeting and getting married, which I was like, ooh, that... Is that supposed to be that way? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, is it more nervous about staying married than you did? Yeah, about and like it honestly, like I felt like to say that we thought we knew they were gonna stay together. It seems like she's really unsure. Like I guess I thought they'd be like, oh, we're definitely staying together, but she's kind of just like, oh, I don't know. I think a lot of the men are confident. They don't have a lot of reason to be. Well, never mind. Not all of them. I feel like particularly Benson is pretty confident. Eric is pretty mm-hmm. confident they want to stay together, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. I feel like something's happened though, because she's kind of pulled away from him a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would be doing the same thing though, because it's just like he is just not secure in himself, and it's annoying because yeah. she's very secure. I feel like he wants to be though. I feel like he's motivated, so that might be something to work with. If he, depending on like how willing he is to like work on those things, because I know he wants to have a family, but like right now you're not necessarily in a great position i guess Mm -hmm. and then her with that budget like she can work his help into that budget and make sure like that things get a little stronger and they could probably do like some marriage counseling because they're newly Mm -hmm. married they don't even know each other so i don't know i'm i'm uncertain what's going to happen to them have you looked at spoilers to see which couples stay together which ones don't oh yeah of course oh my goodness you know the answers yeah Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always on the Reddit channel, so. I haven't looked. This is going to be a complete surprise to me. Wow, interesting. Okay, well, (gasps) I definitely won't spoil it for you then. Okay, great. Um, Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with them, but it does seem like she feels very uncertain. I feel like she wants to be with him, though, so. Girl. Okay, so we get to Haley and Jacob. Not much here. Um, Haley is saying in her talking head that she wanted to be married so bad. Um, and she's really trying to figure out if this is going to work out. Um, I have some notes that the food looked really good. I don't know where they were. Um, but they I both are... I have a note that they were eating. What, yeah, what? I don't... I guess there was food. There. I mean, yeah, they went to dinner. And oh, okay. the food just looked really good. I don't know what they had. Um, Haley says that... Well, they start talking about, I guess, what they've learned or what have what has improved for them or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Haley says that... She realizes that she needs to communicate better um, and that she can dissect things and thinks that maybe she should be a therapist. Let's not go that far. She's delusional. Jacob says that he realized that he needs to work on patience under pressure and that his fashion sense isn't great. I was like, well, damn. I mean, don't he put yourself down. Things. I mean, well, yeah, he but I mean, he's not very patient. Well, it, I liked that. But the fashion thing, I was like, don't let this. <laughs> Don't let this girl tell you what you should and shouldn't wear. Like, fuck her. It's too late. She's already told him that's a big turnoff for her. It's I don't a, like that. I don't like that either because I feel like that's his personality. Right. Like, I don't, yeah. That made me really sad. Um, so at the end, I think she says that they're going to go into decision day. and No, he says they're going to go into decision day and ride the positive wave and see what happens. I don't know what this yeah. means. He said he'll go with his gut. They also talked about that compliment exercise Dr. Pepper gave them. I think that mm-hmm. was a, a high point for both of them to compliment each other. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, not much going on with them. Just it's like almost like a painstakingly slow creep to decision day where it's like a car wreck and you can't <sighs> stop watching it. Yeah. Even though you know where it's going, you're like, ooh, maybe somebody will swerve. Like, no. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, we go back to Virginia and Eric. <sighs> He's talking again. He, talk, he talks a lot. And I feel like every time we have a scene with them, like for the last four or five episodes, every scene is the same. Well, he started crying this scene, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where they're like, oh, where he's telling her what to do. She's resisting him. And then they're talking about moving. They're talking about fighting. And they're talking about where, like, all, like, the dogs. And stuff. It's just all the same to me. But, yes, um, he says it's an absolute yes for him. He compliments her <clears throat> smile. That's when he starts getting all teary-eyed and whatever um like someone's cutting onions um he then says he doesn't want to lose her and then she kind of doesn't really feed into any of that i don't think (laughs) she she was like oh cool (laughs) she was like big issues keep coming up Um, Mm -hmm. yeah and and she's worried about his views on marriage yeah because he's always telling her how marriage should look even though he hasn't had a successful one (laughs) um he somehow knows the answers and then he says that she should tell him or he says that he tells her everything like when someone's texting him he tells her who it is and then he tells her all the stuff i guess that happens throughout the day and she doesn't do the same so if she's texting somebody it sounds like she doesn't really tell him like who she's texting or what they're talking about because she has her own life as a 26 year old woman (laughs) um and so she's like maybe you should make me a list of all the things you want to know uh and he's like well i just do all these things for you she hasn't asked him to do this shit i'm confident she has yeah it's bad um my other note about this part is he's like it's so creepy how attached he wants to be to her yeah it's really weird it's very one-sided i think is another big part it's not like we have two people who are just like in puppy love and just like Mm -hmm. super crazy about infatuated with each other he says that or she asked him about soulmates yes Um, do you believe in the idea of like one soulmate he's like absolutely yes i do my (laughs) red-blooded american self i believe in a soulmate Mm -hmm. Um, and then she says that she believes in fate but not soulmates and he just looked like well damn i mean he should have saw this coming because i saw it coming but yeah, <laughs> she says she, she believes you can have multiple soulmates. Like there are multiple people a relationship could work with, right? Um, and this may not, this may just be, you know, one of the people. Yeah. But she also calls him out and says, like, you know, did you think your wife, your first wife, was your soulmate? Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, she be trolling him, boy. I think she knows exactly <laughs> what she's doing. He was like, yes, I did, but now, like, uh, that I met you, like, I think Girl, it's you, like, you, you didn't know then, you don't know now. Um, yeah. Stop making stuff up. But, yeah, his face just, like, cracked when that happened. It's funny, but. Yeah. So, like, we get to Claire and Ryan. I don't have much notes here. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what they're doing. But I do have that. Ryan just is talking. I, I don't know what he's talking about. He says it's a touch and go scenario. There's no way to sugarcoat that and make it different. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay, 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 okay. Let me <laughs> you. So they're in the bit. It's the last couple's last night together. That's the oh, little yeah. disclaimer. 
so they're in their bed they're cuddling um and she's kind of saying like she just wants to like cuddle and go to bed and then like wake up refreshed in the morning and then they'll stay married um be husband and wife forever but in her voiceover she does say that he holds back with sex and emotion it's kind of just like an aside that she gives us and then we go into the part where Ryan's talking and he's saying he all the things he appreciates about her and kind of how he has to look at it from a point of um, he can't take emotion into the situation. He says he needs to be objective mm-hmm. when considering staying married, which I don't feel like it's an objective thing. I feel like it's just very subjective. It's how you feel about it. Um, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on an objective point of view when getting married to somebody? I mean, does that make sense? Like, what is he? I don't really understand what he means by that. Like, what what is he saying? I'm not sure because I feel like objectively, <laughs> you know, I feel like Paige takes things objectively instead of subjectively because she's always like, "We were together for a reason." Right. Even I don't yeah. know what it is it's on paper we we match and i don't know why i feel like that's a very objective view mm-hmm. where yeah that's really true well versus with claire and ryan i don't get any of that like I, there's nothing no. about them that makes me think that they truly like meant to be to are meant to be together <laughs> like i just yeah. don't i i don't feel anything <laughs> yeah maybe they had like a best friend with the same name at some point like a chris <laughs> a, i don't know um yeah, it's 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 also relaxed, slow and painful. Yes. I feel like as the season has gone on, these episodes have gotten worse, worse and, worse. and I really think it's because our stars have left. <laughs> our stars are still gone. Chris and Paige are gone. Our stars have left for the duration of the season, and you know they were really bringing a lot of heavy entertainment, fast I and guess, furious. So I guess they were, and that's probably why they tried to get them to film as much as possible. Because as you can see, ever since they've gone, like it's been pretty bad. No one's fighting like they were fighting. That's for no. sure. Um, Everything else is just kind of slow, painful, dragging on. Yes. So we get another scene, our last scene with Vinny and Bree. Uh, they just got home from dinner. She had a really cute outfit on. Um, he's helping her take off her thigh-high boots. Um, and I guess this is this is what, this is filler. That's all they had for us, I guess. It's him taking off the boots. Yeah. Um, Vinny says that he's nervous about decision day because it's life-changing and scary. Um, they're in the bed at this point, and he says that he has a surprise for her. Um, she closes her eyes, and he cuts one of her braids. He like t- I don't know where he got these scissors from, but he's like literally underneath the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like what? He puts scissors like underneath her pillow, and then like he puts the scissors to the braid and tells her to open her eyes. And when she does it, he like snips one of her braids off. I don't really understand. Oh. What that was. Do you know what that was? Well, his thing is like, well, you said you wanted to take your hair down. That doesn't make any fucking sense. And I was like, this is so fu- Like, why would you do that? Well, first why? of all, it's late why at night. Why is that a surprise? Because he set it up. She's like, is it like a cheesecake surprise? And he was like, yeah, it's like a cheesecake surprise. And it wasn't anything like a cheesecake surprise. Also, it's it makes just- no sense. They're laying there in bed. It would take her at least an hour or two, and two hours to take out those braids. They're already ready for bed. So, like, what are you talking about? You're going to take out the braids? That doesn't make any objective this was sense. So, this was, like, the weirdest thing. I would have been so, so pissed with him. 
Um, and I know they don't really address it, but like, why would you cut just one braid? And he didn't cut it like short, but like, I guess she would have to put it up in a bun or something. <sighs> but I don't know. I don't know why he thought that would be a good <laughs> idea. Like, where in his <laughs> where in his mind was he? Like, I'm gonna cut one of her braids. I'm gonna surprise her. Like, I don't know. As soon as he did that, I was like, I'm I'm actually really over you. Not so a, not a fan. I'm 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 good. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. We do have another season, another scene with them before this one, before this episode ends. But it's also oh, we do pretty Damn. bland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty bland. But uh, oh, this was the scene. It was in all like the previews, so you'll remember when I say it. But go ahead. Okay. Um. So we have Jacob and Haley. Um. They're having like a brief conversation. Get. I guess like they're both leaving to go to um their respective places before decision day. Um, and I didn't really get anything from this conversation. It's basically just, you know, oh, I'm just going to be positive and, you know, ride the positivity. Yep, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> the only note I really have is Jacob describes it as a pretty radical ride. And then <laughs> Haley's like, radical. And he's like, radical's making a comeback. And that's pretty much it. Like, everybody's just processing how they feel going into decision mm-hmm. day. Exactly. And then... Virginia and Eric, I believe that's the next scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brianna I think and Vincent he, is after them. Yes, and I think, like, they were, like, standing up or something, and, like, he was, like, touching her or, like, trying to hug her, and she I was just, were, like, like... in the bathroom brushing their teeth. Yeah, <laughs> and he tried to, like, come up behind her, and she was just, like, why would you want to bother me? Like, don't touch me. <laughs> I was, like, over, ah! like a horn dog. Goodness. Give her oh, some space. She, she was not into it. I was like, damn, Eric, she don't even want you to touch her. Um, so they started talking about this fucking apartment and this condo. This condo just really keeps coming up, you guys. Um, he tells her that he wants her to stay at his place after her lease is up, um, which I guess is actually a good thing because I think before, I think he wanted her to move in like before the lease was up. And mm-hmm. so now it's just like, I want you to stay after your lease is up. Uh, which I think is in four months. Um, and he promises her that they'll do whatever she wants and be whatever she wants. And she was just like, I just really don't want to stay there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's pretty much that. Like, she does not want to step foot in that condo. She hates it. My whole thing about this scene is I feel like he's, like, grooming her. Yeah. Um, Because... After he's all over her, she's saying, like, she still has... I think in her voiceover, her talking head, she's still saying she has some doubts. Um, and then he's, like, almost, like, like a, in a grooming, coaching way, he's like, oh, I like our alone time together. And he tells her where they've made progress at in the relationship in a way that comes across to me of, like, just as you're making your decision, remember that we've already grown so much and, mm-hmm. you know, we've already stopped fighting as as much as we were it just really didn't come across well to me and then i it pissed me off further um because he's like you know i want to he reinforces he wants to stay married and then he um takes another level and he's offering to rent the condo which this whole time he's been kind of saying like well when i get around to it when i get around to it but now he's Mm -hmm. like well i'm gonna put that up as soon as as soon as i can um because i really want to make sure you're getting what you want so it's not just like i'm as soon as you agree to stay married, like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I want you to know that's important to me. It just all seemed very, very manipulative and kind of like a Hail Mary at the last, at the very last moment. Yeah, um, I agree. I definitely and agree. And then there's a song playing. Did you hear it? No. 
it wasn't as on the nose as some of the others have been um but it said will you love me for my flaws i'm just human after all oh, as God. eric was leaving Again, my notes literally say yuck. I was just yeah. <laughs> not very pleased with anything that comes out of Eric's mouth. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah, right after that, we go into Brianna and Vincent, and she asked him if he had a good slumber. They're, like, waking up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I did until now. He's just, like, being weird and aggy, just, like, walking in the back, like, just being short with her. It's She's always like, like that. <laughs> She's like, that's what it's like, gonna oh. be like if he, if she marries that man. That's that's what's gonna be like every other day, girl. So, cat, so figure figure it out if that's what you want to do. I mean, I expected her to be the aggy one, considering he cut her braid. But hello, <sighs> whatever. He was being weird, and then he like packed up his little little cross body bag duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it was nice knowing you. That was so and fucking she's weird. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what is? It? <laughs> is the problem he needs a snickers i think that's what it is he just is not himself he is the <laughs> oh girl <laughs> y'all excuse gracie she's she's hanging out with the big girls tonight um but yeah vincent was pulling a vincent doing his regular thing just making stuff really awkward um and <laughs> It's a trash guy, you guys. He's just he's <laughs> wrangling down the down the stairs. It's okay. <laughs> Y'all, we have dogs. My dog doesn't bark though. <laughs> um but anyway, so yeah, he he leaves and Brianna stays kind of there. And I think this kind of reinforces some of the doubt and uncertainty she has with him just because he's he's so moody. He's um, trash. Like just I, don't I, think I would he's trash. I think he's just like really lost. Like he needs guys. He needs a friend. <laughs> well, he doesn't need to be married. Like go That's to therapy. Prob- it's probably too soon to be married. I would agree. Yes. Like it's just especially I, to a stranger. Maybe if someone knew him since like childhood, they would get it better. Yes. But I think her not knowing him is also frustrating him because I feel like he's like you should know. But I'm over I don't him. know. Then we go to Claire. Did you get anything else? Did you just get Claire and Ryan? No, I didn't. Oh, you just cut out. <laughs> you just left. Well, left because it was all like the same. Like it was like, all right, it we're you know we're about to you know decision days the following day, and it's like, oh, you know, re- just the same having the same conversation over and over. You know, it's a tough decision, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel like you know we're 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 the perfect match, and I, I just it's the same, you guys. Like, I'll this- run through it real quick. So Claire and Ryan, she's talking about she wants to stay together. He says he needs to evaluate the whole process. <laughs> he can't just make a decision based on a day or an event or an outing. He needs to think about the whole course of the eight weeks. Um, as he's leaving, we go to Haley and Jacob. Haley, come, Jacob's in the kitchen. I guess he's an early riser. Um, he's in the kitchen, and Kaylee comes in with some coffee, and she's like, last night was good. She's like, smiley. It's very weird. What happened last night? Oh, the I dinner? I, I don't know what happened once they got home. Mm, this is I don't know, the girl. part. <laughs> and he's saying they stayed up late. And she's like, oh, where are the dogs? And he's like, oh, I put them away because I wasn't sure if you were going to come out with Sophie. So it sounds like they slept in separate beds. Um, they're playing right. with the dogs together. And she just seems like happier. Yeah, than, she seemed than, very smiley. I remember yeah, this Yeah, and now. I was like, is she happy for it to be over? Or is I think she happy so. now that like, we're getting to the end? Or is she just... I think Happy she's like, tomorrow him. is freedom day. Yeah, freedom. she's like super, super nice. It was weird. Um, we go back to Virginia and Eric for the last scene. He's wanting 
some kind of guarantee that she's going to be with him and that he's not going to get blindsided. He's saying it has to happen. And she's saying we should think about this as like things we want to happen, not things that have to happen. Mm-hmm. So she's still seeming undecided. Um, as this was all happening, I was thinking like, hmm, with Eric's crazy obsession with her, did she really just give him like some good, good, good sex? And that's what set this kind of crazy behavior off. Because I mean, I know, like, it probably wouldn't be difficult to give him that. It probably wouldn't. But, you know, she's like young and very free. So I could imagine her That's true. Have, like being more open sexually, like being very sexually liberated. And him being as stuffy as he is, I can see where, where he could be really enjoying that because I'm sure they're as much as they're making up, they're probably having yeah. that much sex. That's true. So I'm like, she I mean, Clara just, said that it was an infatuation. She said it was not love. I mean, probably not. I just yeah, feel like she, I agree. He, he is whipped and she she doesn't care. <laughs> well, if he was whipped, I feel like he would be a little bit more, um, I feel like, nicer. Like, he's mm. just such an asshole, so condescending, like, so manipulative. I feel like if he was whipped, he should be on his best behavior. I feel like he feels like she is his property at some point. Like, she's obligated to, to be with him right. since yeah. he's her husband. So yeah, I agree. Whether he, he's not being mean, he's just demanding that she spend time with him and that she, you know whatever so i don't know what's going on with them but that was kind of the last scene um up next week is decision day and our stars come back to give us a little more drama um finally because you know you guys have been here with us it's been pretty boring i really had a hard time watching this episode i felt this episode was so bad like when i say numerous times i can't count how many um because i don't know I don't know. It just wasn't keeping my attention. I'm sorry if it wasn't keeping y'all's attention. Um, <laughs> and I mean, these couples aren't great, you guys. So we're just, we're, this is all, this is what we're given. Like, you know, we're just working with what we got. We're doing our best, but yeah. Um, what you got for us? So uh, what I watched this past week uh, is a little show, reality show called Ready to Love. Oh. It is on the OWN network. Um, it's an unscripted dating series. Um, featuring successful black men and women in their 30s and 40s as they go through the steps of courtship. Um, it has a host by the name of Nephew Tommy. I don't know who that gentleman oh, is. Oh, Nephew Tommy was on um, Steve Harvey. Ugh. Steve Harvey's radio show in the morning. Well, that explains why I don't really care for him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so he's the host. Um, and it's really interesting because it's like a dating show. Uh, it's all black men and women, but they're all like kind of like you know, they're older, so they're, like, late 30s, early 40s. Um, this season, I feel like there's way more older people. So, like, there's more people in their 40s and 50s, um, which is really strange. It's not strange. It's just very It's interesting because um, these 40-year-old and 50-year-old black men, man, so different. Um, you know, just, just very different. Um and the women that they're pairing them with, there are some younger women, and so there's this 31-year-old who's dating, like, this 43-year-old, and I'm just like, this is very interesting. Um, you know, for me, the the I think the age that I, I just can't really go beyond is probably 40, I think, just because, you know, <laughs> honestly, like, the this that older generation, like, those upper millennials and then and to, and whatever that generation is called, they're very different from... 
they're very different from us. And when I say us, I mean like from 28 to like 35. Yes, like, yeah, like the true millennials, they're very different. Um, And the men, it's just so interesting, you guys. It's so wild. Like one man, you know, said that he didn't like full-figured women. Um, and I was like, what is full fig- what's a full-figured woman? So then my friend and I were going back and forth. We're like, is that a thick woman? Or is that just like a, a larger woman? Um, you know, what, what does that mean? And so I was like, well, I'm thick. Am I full-figured? And it's like, Ooh, that's well, a no. Question. Are we full-figured? Right. I, mean, I, don't, I feel like a full, a full human. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've got, you know, some, some things. I mean, I got some, some body. Some dips. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose. But I don't know if I I'm mean, like full. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm like a full figure, like full every. I, I just don't know what this means. But he doesn't like it. He don't like full figured women. Um, and then there was one gentleman who was married um, twice, and he said that he wanted his spouse's, you know, passwords and Instagram and Twitter because you know there's nothing, you know, there's no privacy, you know, and Goodness. you know it's really interesting because one woman was like, you know, when you think of privacy, you think of secrecy, and that and that's unfortunately not what privacy is, and so. You know, we're really getting into some real conversations on the show. So I urge everyone um, to watch Ready to Love. It's on the OWN Network. I see it on YouTube sometimes. um, And it's also on demand. Um, So if you don't want to watch it live, you can watch it on demand like I'm doing. So, yeah, I would recommend it. Very nice. I'm going to try that one out. Um, Because it sounds kind of up my alley of the things I like. Mm -hmm. Um, This week, I am, well, this week I watched, and a couple other weeks, I've been watching The Circle. I don't know if you guys are on to it. It's really popular, so I kind of feel like I'm phoning it in, but I'm still really enjoying it. Um, So The Circle is a Netflix show. It's basically a popularity contest uh, where eight people are living in a building in separate apartments. And they're using a social media platform called The Circle. And through that platform, they can either be them true, be their true selves or be a catfish. And their goal, their objective is to be voted as the most popular and win the $100,000. Um, people can get blocked. People can become influencers and like change, like kind of like do plot twist um, in the show. This is the second season. The first season was really good. Um, but Netflix releases it in at four episodes at a time. Right now, I think almost all of them are out. Mm-hmm. Except for the last one. Um, have you watched it? No, I have not. Oh. It's yeah. good. It's like drama, caddy kind of stuff going on. Uh, not a love show or not like anything like Married at First Sight, but mm-hmm. just a little quick drama. I end up, like when the four episodes are released every Wednesday, I'll just sit and watch those. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. That's why I didn't watch Married at First Sight on Wednesday. Cause I was <laughs> the truth comes out. I was watching this because it's just like it's a bit faster paced, you know. It's yeah. Like, it's a little bit more going on. Um, but yeah, it's on Netflix. So if you haven't watched it, I would say watch it. There are also some from other countries. I think there's a Circle Brazil and a Circle France um, that I haven't watched those ones, but I've watched the the States one. Um, and I like it. It's pretty easygoing. Just something to break up my week when it gets stressful. Yeah. What else we got? What else we got? Anything? No, I think that's all. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah. So you guys continue to, you know, reach out to our Instagram page, Not Just Reality. And we have a Twitter. Also Not Just Reality. <laughs> yes. 
Um, yeah, connect with us. Send us if anybody does find a picture of Ryan with oh yes with his natural hair, like not pressed and laid to the side. Send it to the Twitter account because I would love, love, love to see it. Um, next week we'll be announcing the new format of the show that we're gonna do for what we'll be recapping. Um, so stay tuned for that. Other than that, though, I think we're good. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us. And we'll be back next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.